ultimately people buy from people, companies don't buy from other companies. Behind the scenes, it's people that have gone, I want to work with those people yeah. you know, to solve these problems that I care about. Welcome to Startup Jobs, a podcast where we explore all the different jobs in a tech startup. What exactly are they and what have we learned from scaling teams from the inside? While most startup content focuses on the founder or investor or specific area like marketing, this show is about accelerating your personal and career growth journey in whatever startup job is best for you. Yeah, exactly, Kyle. Like This show is about you. Yep. We want you to be the very best that you can be. Today, we are talking about this phrase, customers are humans. Mm. Um, we had a great meeting earlier today with a uh, customer prospect. Yeah. Um, tell the story, I guess, of, of, of that, that meeting at a high level. Mm. Maybe, maybe some of the magic that we can get into <laughs> today about, hey, customers and prospects aren't just these sort of people you transact with, but there's actually some, some humanness there. <clears throat> I think it's, it's going to be good to chat about. Yeah, so... Um, oh. You're going to send me off to the races here, Kai. There's so much to unpack with this topic that I love. Maybe let's zoom out. When you're in the first five years of your career, potentially even if longer, um, it can be easy to think that you have two modes. You kind of have like a work mode and then a like a normal human work mode, just in terms of how you communicate, like even just written, right? Like sometimes one of the first things I notice, like people that are fresh out of uni, like I get an email from them and I'm just like, read that out loud. Would you actually say that to me? Like um, just weird business formal language and, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I think like the kind of first meta point is, you know, when we get to work and when we're engaging, particularly when we're engaging with external um, providers, sometimes people think that they need to act more professional and, um, you know, kind of bring on a different business speak. Now, don't get me wrong, like you still need to talk about, hey, like let's, figure out what's important around reducing your OPEX here or reducing this risk and, yeah. um, you know, let's make sure we build a business case that delivers your ROI on that. But even in that sentence that I just said, I mean, it was talking business speak, but it was all pretty plain English and, and um, you know, my my, uh, my 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 10-year-old daughter would be able to understand it. Oh, she wouldn't know what ROI is. But anyways, um, so I think that's kind of the first, like, point. Like, you don't want to just, just be like normal humans um, yeah. in, in, in how you, you interact. But you're going from a different angle. What was the angle that made you want us to talk about this? Well, the angle, the angle where uh, in the world B2B, right? Yeah. You know, business to business, yep. software, whatever, um, it can often feel like or you can often get into the head of like, this is a business, us, yep. selling to another business. Right. Which is not untrue. Or trying to convince the business. Right. Yeah, we'll call like, it Acme Company, right? Yeah, so Acme. Which, which we'll get to this uh customer prospect conversation we had yeah. earlier I'll connect the two yep. you're trying to you're trying to get Acme to do a bus to make do a business decision. with, with Zipline yes. or, or whatever yep keep them happy keep them engaged right here's the thing like it's if you actually look at it it's me yep. the customer success manager or, or, or you know Gaddy the sales rep yep um, meeting with you know Bob the IT lead or, you yeah, know, Kathy, Jenny, the, the CIO, project manager yeah right? exactly yeah. And, and that's all it is that's yeah. all it can ever be apart from like literally money exchanging between accounts. That's yes. probably the only thing where businesses talk to each other. Yes. Every other time it's people. Have um, we got some, have we got the value prop canvas book in the office? Where did it go? Um, I can't find it. I'm scared. Yeah, it's over there. Um, okay. So in that book from memory, it's like breaking down the 
um, B2B buyer. I'll, I'll, mm. I'll, find, I'll find it in the book in a second. I'm just loading the digital one. Um, okay, so what happened in that Acme customer meeting we just had now was as we got near the end, you know, we were showing them our new product. Um, it was a pretty interactive demo. There was lots of conversations. We're trying to figure out how, you know, would this solve your pain points? Like, yeah. does it make sense for us to continue? Uh, and um, when we got to the end, we just sort of asked for their impressions and, and um, you know, feedback from the session. And one of the, one of the, the, the folks on the line, um, you know, call, call them Johnny. Um, you know, Johnny's like, actually, do you know what? Like, he said something like this. I'm paraphrasing. But it was actually really just like, it was a fun session. These are great people. Yeah. You seem like awesome to work with. Um, like the product looks great. It looks really easy. Like you move really fast. Basically, I want to keep meeting with you guys. And this, yeah. is, this is amazing. Like that was kind of like the paraphrasing of the vibe. But there was a very specific sentence of, um, you guys are just great, great people. This yeah. is great. This is a great. This is a fun meeting. Like I want to keep, I want to keep hanging out basically, right? And that, that was for me, that was, that was really cool to hear. I was like, oh, like there's, there's actually something going on here where like we've, correctly made a connection with the humans on this zoom call at mm-hmm. acme yes that we might do business with yes down the track but actually right now we're having conversations with humans yes and we're treating them as such yes the sort of aha moment that i had was um when i got off that call i had a couple of um you know takeaways and one of them was like it's just such a great reminder that we're we're hanging out with other humans we're not mm. actually trying to convince acme uh to do something we're actually meeting with bob Jenny, you know, and Johnny, and they're humans that have got their normal day-to-day stresses at home, frankly, and yep. then they've come into work and they've gone to a bunch of, you know, different meetings and they are going to decide, uh, you know, does this help me in my job? Does this help my team? Um, like, is this something that I can get behind? And they have their frustrations. And if Johnny's like really frustrated and goes, I would just make up another hypothetical scenario, right? That's not related to that um, example. But like, if you got a, you know, if you had a call with Johnny, they're a customer of yours, and he's like, "This is completely shit. Like, this is unacceptable." You know, blah blah blah. Is it Acme's? Like, does is Acme now not happy with us, mm. or could it just be something to do in Johnny's world? Um, and like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying we can't. <laughs> which is god ah, that's just johnny like don't worry like right. the, like that like he's he is representing the company but basically that human is not the company um and so this is why you know you want to talk to them like they're a, like a normal human not that they're, like they're the company and that person may not always act in the best interest of the broader company either that's what's interesting right like mm. people are motivated by their own team um and objectives and and what have you and so that, that needs to be linked to that but the the thing that was in the value prop canvas which um it uses this example it's called unbundling the family page 51 for the geeks and what it talks about is there are multiple profiles within an organization um, and certainly like if you're needing the organization to make a decision, um, sort of think of like a puppeteer, there's someone that moves the hand, there's someone that moves the head, someone yep. that moves the leg. Now you may see an overall person, which is the company, but actually it's moved by all these individuals that, you know, are normal humans. And so under the hood, you've got people who influence the decision that can recommend a decision. There's someone who's the economic buyer who will actually decide right. and it will come out of their budget or they'll make the decision. Um, financial decision and then there's decision makers you know which may be i'm the head of hr and i decide this thing but then the economic buyer may be the procurement team or the cfo um, and then there's end users that have to use it and the saboteurs and so that's in a business environment but now think of like a home making a decision right so yeah. they use the example <laughs> of the xbox and so 
if a family is making a decision on an Xbox, yes, the family is making a decision, but you, they're actually individual humans that have their own perspectives, right? So you've got the end users, which are the kids. And so they're going to just like, of course they want an Xbox. Like they're super excited, right? And if you hang out with the kids, like they're going to love every Xbox demo that you do. They're going to give you all, but just because the kids are excited, the family's now not going to make that decision. Yeah. Then you've got dad, <laughs> you've got dad, right? Who's an influencer. You know, he, he can kind of influence and, and recommend, but mum in this little example, is the economic buyer. Right. And the maybe the decision maker as well. And then you've got a saboteur that comes in, which is grandma. <laughs> and, and grandma's like, ah, the kids need to be outside. Back in my day. Yeah, like, like what are they doing on all these computer <laughs> screens? And so then you kind of go, okay, now the family's making a decision. But how's the family making a decision? You've got all these people with their own perspectives. Yeah. You've got different levels of influence as well. Um, and that's just in the family. So when you blow that up, even in a small company, you know, 20, 30, 50 people, uh, you know, the company doesn't make decisions. It's these people. And so you want to engage with, you know, people, understand what they're motivated by, mm. um, understand what their boss is motivated by, understand what's important to them right now. And you want to give them a win within the broader context of the overall company as well. Yeah, that's great. So, so I guess key takeaway is, yeah, even though you might be dealing with companies, right, particularly in the B2B world, you know, it's literally business to business. There's always humans at the heart of those businesses and those are the ones making the decision, using the product, you know, taking money out of their budgets and it's like speaking to them yes. as a human and understanding their exactly. human needs. And, and, and be yourself, right? Like, so just in that example that happened a few hours ago in that, that customer prospect meeting, we were both in Kai, um, they actually just enjoyed hanging out with us. So that's great. Like, yeah. Now, that's not going to win us any kind of deal on, no. on, on its own. Um, but I think showing that humanness throughout and then showing how you connect it to stuff that they care about is going to be really important. Um, but yeah, like ultimately, people buy from people. Companies don't buy from other companies. Mm, say that again. Well, people buy from people, not companies buying from other companies. So let's just say this Acme company does decide to go, shit, yeah, that was a great demo. We love you guys. Like, you know, Acme didn't sign up with Zipline, um, you know, our company. And even though that is what's happening legally, like behind the scenes, it's people that have gone, I want to work with those people, yeah. you know, to solve these problems that I care about. So it's people engaging with people. It's John and Anne in the lunchroom 100%. after that meeting going, 100%. Oh, actually, let's and do if, it. And also, if they leave that company, you're going to actually need to re-engage with the other new people um, so that they understand it because there were previous people that made that decision. And potentially you've got a new deal in their new, new well, job Well, that's something well. that we also see. Like when you, <laughs> when you deliver a great job, then when that person goes elsewhere, they're kind of like, oh, we, I love working with the Zipline guys. Uh, you know, the Zipline team's amazing and, you know, their product really helps us out here. And then they mm. sort of drag us, drag us along because it's people buying customers from people. are humans. Yeah, customers are humans. Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Startup Jobs. Uh, if something resonated with you in today's episode, please spread the love uh, and share it with someone in your network who might get something from it. Um, and while you're there, please leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps us out in spreading the show, uh, getting it into the ears of new people uh, wanting to get into startup jobs. Thank you for being here. We'll see you next time.